Your shot at $1,000 now. Text the word CASH to 200-200. You'll get a text confirming entry plus IHAR radio info. Standard data and message rates apply. That's CASH to 200-200. Ah, yes, hello. It's Trump Day. It is Wednesday, March 28th. What are you doing? Listening to me, I appreciate it. It is your morning ritual with me, Garrett Lewis, on KNST AM 792 Sons. Most stimulating talk. Three things that I think you need to know. Right? Uh, Number one, the Tucson Unified School District Superintendent, Gabriel Trujillo, who uh, they never got back to me about an interview. Isn't that shocking? Uh, He has announced he's going to propose a school safety plan. He is against arming teachers, does not recommend that. Uh, Shocker. Shocker. So he's against that, but he's all about adding uh, security cameras and keyless entry systems, which is, you know, it's not, you know, whatever. If you want to lock down the school, uh, harden it, whatever you want, that's cool. Uh, His reasoning makes no sense, though, about the arming of the teachers. We will get to that. Second thing that I think you need to know a uh, big meeting between Kim Jong Un, the North Korean dictator, and uh, China, and their uh, their dictating president over there in China, the president for life. Um, matter of fact, the Trumpster tweeted this morning about it. I thought it was very, very interesting. Received message late uh, last night from the uh, Chinese president that his meeting with Kim Jong Un went very well. Kim looks forward to his meeting with me. In the meantime, and unfortunately, maximum sanctions and pressure must be maintained at all costs. And on top of that, um, he tweeted out something as the president. For years and through many administrations, everyone said that peace and the denuclearization of the Korean Peninsula was not even a small possibility. Now there's a good chance that Kim Jong-un will do what is right for his people and for humanity. Look forward to our meeting. Wow. So could there be more? Could there be peace? We'll see. Third thing. That I think you need to know. Now, I'm seeing a lot of stuff. Again, I mentioned it yesterday. Trump paying for the wall. He's apparently hinting at people and dropping stuff. He dropped it to the emotionless Paul Ryan, apparently, according to sources. Um, that uh, Trump may use the military to build the wall and to pay for the wall. Again, $716 billion in this omnibus went to the Department of Defense, the Pentagon, and he might use, what, $20 billion of that, whatever it costs, $18 billion, $25 billion to build the wall and have the military do it because it's a national security risk. Apparently, he floated this idea to advisors last week. He told, according to reports, someone, according to people that were in the meeting, three people, according to the Chicago Tribune, the Washington Post, I'm sorry, three people, according to the Washington Post, that were in the meeting. Who knows if you can believe them? Uh, he told Paul Ryan this. And Ryan, it says here, offered little reaction to the idea because Ryan sucks and wants open borders. But he is thinking about this, and I have ideas behind it. We'll talk about it. I have very interesting opinions about him. It's hard to get an answer if you can or can't do it. Um, I think it's one of these gray areas that if you if you go for it and you do it, nobody stops you. Why not? Like Obama putting, uh, uh, what was it, $150 billion to Iran? Or $33 billion, whatever, $33 billion to Iran. We owed him a debt. Yeah, yeah there, there wasn't any money set aside for that. He just said, I'm going to take this money and allocate it to Iran. 
And of course, the Republicans never tried to stop him. But Chuck Schumer is hearing this stuff about Trump already threatening lawsuits. If Trump builds the wall using money for the Department of Defense. Funny how the Democrats are willing to stop it. Uh, three things I think you need to know. That was a long one, but we got to we, we have to get to that. We have to explain that stuff. Uh, and we will at 710 this morning and get your reaction. Again, I, nobody really knows if he can or can't do it. That's the thing. There's no, like, expert to go to on this. Uh, no matter what Trump does, they want to sue him. You know, he wants to ask them, put the question on there at the, the census. Are you a citizen? Sue! Yeah, I mean, I've never seen anything more insane in my entire life. But whatever. Um, we'll get to that as well. Now let's get to the... Uh, this soundbite from the TUSD superintendent, Gabriel Trujillo. This is, uh, this is what he was talking to the media about. Um, and I got this from the KVOA story. Uh, number 77. Um, no, no, not that one. 77. Why he doesn't support and recommend arming teachers. Let's listen to why he's against this. Here we go. This would just create extra workload, extra obstacles, extra challenges for the organization which means it wouldn't be my recommendation for the governing board. What the hell does that even mean? Well, one, one more time, one more time. Extra workload, extra obstacles? What? What? Listen. This would just create extra workload, extra obstacles, extra challenges for the organization. What, why? Which means it wouldn't be my recommendation for the governing board. Uh, I could be wrong, but what stopped the shooter in Maryland was it Delaware. It was Delaware, wasn't it? I think so. It was Delaware. What stopped the high school shooter in Delaware was a good guy coming with a gun. Now, the good guy with the gun shot at the, the, the student that was shooting the other two students and apparently shot him in the hand, and then this student said, I've had enough, and he shot himself and killed himself. But the reason that he did that is because a good guy with a gun stepped up. It wasn't because he's like, oh, man, there's cameras here. And there's nothing wrong with adding cameras if that's going to help you. And there's nothing wrong, which is what the, the superintendent uh, Gabriel uh, Trujillo wants to do. And there's nothing wrong with uh, trying to make the school more hardened by doing a keyless entry. But who's to say that when somebody opens the door and it stays open, that somebody doesn't just, at the last second, hold it open. You, you've done that. It happens. Yep. Happens here at this radio station. you got to get buzzed in. Somebody's walking in. Somebody's like, oh, hold that door for me. Nobody wants to be a rude person. And they hold the door. I mean, listen. Nothing's going to be 100%, but I just don't understand this whole extra workload. Yeah, like, you know, I don't I don't know what this guy does, but I don't think he understands what, what teachers and people who, who want to volunteer to yes, do this it's can like, do. Yes, and I, I wonder if it's this part of the, uh, the chilling effect at TUSD where, again, I've talked to a bunch of teachers from TUSD who say they can't say a word about their political beliefs. They can't say anything positive about Trump. They can't say anything positive about the Second Amendment. Because they're going to be found out and they're going to be um, uh, crapped on, ripped, uh, basically discriminated against because of their beliefs. And it's really, it's really pathetic, to be honest with you. Uh, but this is the kind of environment that has been created and fostered at TUSD. Shouting down opposing views. No inclusivity. So the superintendent wants cameras and keyless entry. To make schools safe. Which again, I'm not against. Do everything you need to do. And at least he's coming out and saying something. Right? Uh, apparently he said to do this, to add security cameras and keyless entries in every TUSD school 
It's about $300,000, about five grand for each of the school districts, 52 schools that don't have this kind of technology yet. And it says here in the local paper, TUSD is facing a budget shortfall, four and a half million to six million because of declining enrollment. Hey, why do you think that is? People are getting the hell out of Tucson. Uh, but they could pay for the improvements through its school plant fund, which has nearly $10 million in the bank, but can only be spent in a handful of areas, including capital improvements. So there you go. That's capital improvement, right? Cameras, keyless entry. And I love this. Trujillo, Trujillo, uh, Trujillo, Trujillo noted that while new technology can't prevent a school shooting, history shows that no student or teacher has ever been killed during a school shooting while hiding behind a locked door. And I'm thinking, well, in Sandy Hook, was it just not locked? The guy just walked in? So are are all the doors in the classrooms going to be locked? I don't like, know. Like lockable is that automatically? A fi- is that a fire hazard? I Well, the way ours work, no. Because it's only, it's not Locked from the outside, yeah. From the but outside. from the, the inside, you can get out and yeah. out. Okay. Um, it would suck for that first class, though, when somebody walks in, right? Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't like talking about this. I know, it's, it's, it's disturbing. Well, it gives people ideas, too. Yeah. Well, but Trujillo also said uh, the scary part is that these incidents radically change. No kidding. So, again, the only way to stop a bad guy with a gun is to have a, a good guy with a gun. He said um, the shooting at uh, the Florida school. Schools had never seen a shooter pull a fire alarm to have kids walk out. He said, so TUSD changed its policy. I mean, this is what's freaky. If there is a fire drill or something like that, teachers are supposed to take a look around outside the classroom before letting the students out. How does that help? To go, oh, look at the old guy with the guy. You know, I mean, how freaking scary is that for a teacher, right? It's freaking nuts. It's, it's, you got to do it. But man. So this is what he wants to do. As a matter of fact, he also wants more counselors. Everything's about counselors, 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 counselors. And I, I get it. Some kids have issues and problems and things like that. Um, but Did they you ever go see a counselor in high school for anything? No. I, I couldn't I even know. tell you who they were in my I, high school. I know. I hated seeing my guidance counselor. Couldn't stand Not that even- lady. <laughs> Not thought, even that counselor. I thought her guidance was terrible. Wow. Apparently. Uh, yeah. Look what I'm doing now. Um, but okay, let's let's okay play seventy eight. This is what it's called about the more support. Everything's support. Fashion support. guidance counselor. Oh my god, get out <laughs> of here! I need sure. that. Are you sure you did? There we go. Go ahead. Counselors will have more time to get in touch with troubled students and be quicker in intervening on victims of bullying or perpetrators of bullying. Victims of bullying and perpetrators of bullying and. Oh wait, they're gonna go snitch. Yeah, I think there's a rule about Dude, that. Dude, I don't get it. Uh, is this why kids are doing this? Because they're both. This kid was sick in the head. And by the way, I have a story I got to get to where uh, the, the kids that are now, you know, anti-gun doing the march, they admit they were bullying the Florida shooter. But there were set up, there were, there were things in place where they should have got this guy. I mean, there were tips. There was everything. Um, nobody bullied the Sandy Hook shooter. He was just crazy. Uh, the Aurora shooter in the movie theater, James Holmes, he was just crazy too. There are lots of people that get bullied that don't shoot up schools. This whole thing that you need more counselors and counselors are not going to stop a bad guy with a gun. It's just not going to happen. I don't know. You can comment 880-KNST, 880-5678. I just, these guys like to just use words, gobbledygook. You know, it's, it's going to create extra this and extra that. And they just want to teach and blah, 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 blah. It's like the river rock. River rock. It's just good optics is what it is. is it it looks good and it makes people feel better. Oh, okay. They're doing something. 
Something needs to be done. See, that's the thing. Yes, it's always just do something. How about we just well, do the right least, thing? Well, you know, I know, but at least he has the hardening of, of the school so far. I just don't buy the other stuff. Mm. I just don't buy it. Anyway, Wilkie, as a matter of fact, uh, it, if, if, he actually had, uh, if he would actually come on this show and I'd ask him, can you tell me exactly, can you explain how this would create extra workload? I mean, what if the teacher is willing to do the extra work? To go through the training. We played all the, the stories and talked about them all over Ohio and Colorado and California and Texas. And, and there's 18 states overall where teachers can carry. They're not complaining about extra work. Uh, Rachel Sedgwick, when she was on the show, we'll go a flashback. She also talked about why it's not good for, for teachers to do it. Then when I called her on it, she had no explanation. It was quite funny. We'll get to that coming up in five. KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. There are reasons, actually. Okay, well, what are the reasons? Um, well, you know, to just the, the most practical uh, teachers are already tasked with um, a great deal. We, you know, they, they're responsible for teaching a subject matter. They're responsible for teaching social skills. Uh, they have to discipline a classroom, make sure that students are seated or listening. They're attending to the lesson. Uh, so a teacher has to be sort of a, an entertainer, entertainer as well as a leader, yes. uh, an academic, uh, you know, an academician. That's my favorite. Uh, and so they, they already have uh, a large number of duties. And so adding, adding a gun to the mix is, um, is uh, not, well, not you a see, Okay, so you have that. Let's play the next one because I'm like, okay, she made all her stuff. Um, oh, no, no, it's a play 51. 50, I think that's, is that the... Why do you have two of them, 51 50? Let's play, play this one right now. Here we go. Here we go. So then if sure. they had a well, gun on them, how would that stop them from doing their job? Here we okay, go. a gun I think is just like a cell phone, right, or a purse. Uh, if I have my, my gun in my purse, uh, I need as a teacher to be very careful about well, where would, I put I, my purse. Just and right so there, having I, a gun in my bag is actually going to hmm. take my focus away from uh, what it is that I'm supposed to be doing as a teacher, right? right. And it's going to put my focus yeah. on the gun that's in my bag. Sure. And uh, teachers lose things. Uh, oh, kids boy. steal things. It's, you know, it, it happens. Sure. Oh, boy. Um, and difficult for a teacher to have their eyes everywhere all the time. Rather than adding a gun to the mix, which is an idea that I find uh, no, or it, it's so far since I've been asking around, since mm-hmm. uh, talking to my friends, I don't believe that a single person who works in a school has come to me and said, uh, I think it's a good idea. I think the only people who think that it's a good idea for teachers to carry guns are not teachers. The next one, one, one more, one more. This is the best. I think this is the best one. Here we go. <laughs> Believe it or not, they've done studies at all of these states where there are teachers uh, in the USA who are permitted to bring yeah. guns on the campus. Um, they've done research over yeah. the past uh, 10 or 12 years. Actually, I think this has been going on since about 1998. So yeah. they had like, you know, a few years to, uh-huh. to collect some data. Uh, and what they've discovered is that it's not good. When you give a teacher a gun, um, teachers are have been known to, and I, I, I laugh because oh, wait, wait. to me it's... Enough, enough. Play uh, real quick. I'm sorry. I thought it was the other one. This is, this is the one. Number 50. Number 50. This is it right here. After she, explain, she explains all this. Here we go. Well, um, guns are not How a gun stop allowed on doing campus. Their job. Yeah, no, but I know about that. But how would, if, if you did allow it, how would a gun... Stop the teacher from doing their job. All, all by itself, a gun that's concealed on the, the teacher's yes. person. Uh, I, I, I think you're right. It wouldn't stop a teacher from doing their job. 
So, okay, so then that there you go. goes against what you just said. There you go. And then you throw in what, again, Trujillo said. Play Trujillo one more time. I know I'm throwing you all different sound bites and stuff like that. Uh, it is number 77. Real quick, it's 10 seconds. Again. This would just create extra workload, extra obstacles, extra challenges for the organization, which means it wouldn't be my recommendation for the governing board. Again, none of it makes sense. 634, we'll continue in five. You can react. Also, Orange County votes themselves out of the sanctuary state law. We'll get to that. Don't go anywhere. It's KNST.org. 642, thank you for hanging out. Gary Lewis with you on KNST AM 792 songs. Most stimulating talk. There are three things that I think you need to know. And by the way, uh, keep listening. Your next chance to win 1000 bucks coming up in the next hour. It's 16 times a day when you listen to KNST AM 790. Uh, just listen for your chance to win. Text the word. They tell you to text to 200-200 and uh, good luck. Good luck. Three things, though, I think you need to know. Um... Number one, TUSD Superintendent Gabriel Trujillo says, I am going to announce my way to make schools safe or my plan. I'm against Army teachers, but I want cameras and keyless entry. That's And more, more support, more counselors. Uh, he says uh, Army teachers would just add extra, what did he say, like work and... Um, workload. Workload. Okay. Second thing. That I think you need to know, and I wonder what teachers think about that, by the way. We'll get your reaction to that. Second thing that I think you need to know, um, the the Trumpster. There are more stories coming out that apparently he wants the uh, the military to build the wall. He wants to use defense funds that he received in the omnibus because it's a guide, not a budget. He can actually move that around, that he wants to build the wall using those funds. I don't know if he can or he can't. Apparently, reports from the Washington Post say that he told Paul Ryan that, who had, like, no response, which is typical. Uh, And Chuck Schumer apparently is feeling the heat already. Maybe this can happen because he's already coming out publicly threatening lawsuits if this happens. We'll get to that at 710. Third thing I think you need to know, uh, this is kind of a big one, Orange County. We'll get to this in a second. Orange County voting 4-0 to to say we are out of this sanctuary state law. We don't want to be part of this. We're done. Orange County, four to zero. Uh, and one of the members of the, the supervisory board over there is a legal immigrant, a woman, a legal immigrant. And she thinks it's crazy, that law. So uh, we'll have more on that in a second. Three things I think you need to know. But Joseph's been waiting. Joseph, welcome to KNST. Hello. Yeah, where do, where do we begin on this insanity? I, I, I can't believe it. First of all, we give the, the teachers the authority to put our kids on Ritalin or any of these drugs because of the fact... Well, the they don't have the authority. They, uh, they, 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 can't, they can't write a prescription. Maybe they recommend no, no, it, but... but they, can advise, they can advise it and refer them to doctors that will evaluate them because yeah. every, every, every kid that... Uh, well, I can't call them kids, but every mass shooting in schools were performed from Sandy Hook to... Uh, to um, um, what's the big one? Uh, Parkland. And then, yeah, exactly. But uh, they were on they were on uh, psychotropic drugs. You know, I don't and buy this whole. Hang on a second, though, man. There are so, there are millions of people on pharmaceutical drugs. I'm not just saying this because my wife is a pharmaceutical rep, but there are millions of people that are on these drugs 
that do not shoot up places. This whole thing. This whole, give, no, no, give me a freaking. What about the guy that blew up the school? Remember the biggest mask uh, school uh, killing ever back in like 1920? A guy had bombs. He, he bombed a school. Remember that? That was the biggest mass killing in this country. He wasn't on psychotropic drugs. I don't buy it, this it, crap, man. Give me a. It, yeah, you it, know what? The, it, hang on a it, second. The pharmaceutical drugs. They keep there are some drugs they keep people alive. They they and the anti-anxiety ones they work. People have shortness no, you, of serotonin. I mean, enough is enough. No, you're you're missing the point. No, I, I thought it was a very valid study. This is coming from a lot of psychiatrists. What study? So, so again, and Joseph, I love you, but what study? What what? A lot of psychiatrists. A lot of psychiatrists that think it makes a big difference, and it does in people. Are you going to allow me to make a point? Yes, or, but or, I'm challenging I, you. I'm challenging. I'm just, it's what we do. I'm challenging you. You can't just willy nilly say these things without facts. I'm not. I'm not. I. 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 I've. I've been hearing this all over the place. It's. It's Where? been going on for years. It, the. The. Right. The aspect of, of of hyperactivity for kids being diagnosed with hyperactivity is a kid acting normal. To put them on drugs that alter the state of mind where they become very very hostile they become they become i mean there's studies with sugar does this to anybody there there could be a million and one reasons my point was the fact that who are teachers to decide whether a kid is acting not normal and refer him to a counselor that will then again refer him to another doctor and then there's the government deciding whether this kid should be put on the drug or not. You know, they, they don't know how these drugs work, but in, 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 but if there is something to say that if, if, if somebody's going to act that way irrationally and does have a, access to a gun and acts on it, it's, it's like naming a gun an assault rifle. Anything's an assault rifle or an assault rock. I mm-hmm. could have an assault rosary beads. Whatever I want to do to use as an assault, gotcha. as a weapon, it becomes a weapon. Right, listen, I mean, you're, you're right about, hang on, okay, you're right about that. Uh, my problem is this, and look, I'm with you. Like, I, boys will be boys. My kid's a little hyper because he's five. His friend's a little hyper because he's they're five. And they're going to do this, and they got to get out their energy, and that's just fine. That's why they need to get out and play more. I, I'm with, listen, I'm with you on that. But, you know, if a, if a teacher's having a tough time, there could be kids, whether they're five or whether they're 17, that are having problems and issues, and maybe they can notice, hey, this kid's having a lot of issues, and he's up. I get it. And the teacher, what are they supposed to do? They're trying to teach a class. You have an unruly kid. It's an issue there. But well, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, there. but hang on. I'm not done yet. I wouldn't just do one fell swoop where you say, well, pharmaceutical drugs are the problem, and that's the No, no, no. Garrett, I'm throwing another, I'm throwing another uh, uh, ring into the fire because of the fact they're saying that the teachers are overwhelmed. They can't carry a gun because it's going to be a distraction. Well, I remember the day when a teacher had the, he was fired because of the fact he wore a crucifix around his, okay. around his neck. I got you. You know, so that's going to be a, that's going to be a, 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 a problem, a distraction that having a gun would have. I mean, I mean, they got, yeah, everything. They they make they make the teachers stop, and instead of uh, teaching to learn and to educate, they teach for tests. And I'll, I guarantee you, teachers say that's a distraction too. That's why I don't I don't think true. And I thank you for the phone call. I don't think uh, Trujillo is right on. He just hates guns, obviously, 
or is afraid to say that he likes them. Nobody apparently doesn't have that. He either hates guns or is afraid to tell people he likes and it's a good idea. That's what it comes down to. Thank you so much, uh, Joseph. I appreciate the spirited conversation. Uh, but I hear there's some people, even when I go out to the beer club for men and stuff like that, you know, oh, it's the drugs. The dr-. Anything can mess up someone, but there are a lot of people and a lot of drugs do help people. There, there, there are people can be depressed should they not have, you know, they, they have cholesterol problems. You ask, you know, people, people here we go again, the, the anti-vaxxers. You know how many lives, millions and millions and millions of lives that has saved? Well, there's one. I, I, I get it. Cars are a hell of a friggin' uh, thing, right? Cars, cars. What would our economy and country be like if we didn't have cars? Cars kill people every day. They kill lots of people. Well, people driving cars. But there, are, if there were no cars, these people probably wouldn't be dead, right? Should we get rid of all the cars? Where would we be as a society if we didn't have cars? Well, what about the self-driving car? Nobody I know, was driving I that. Know, I well, yeah. <laughs> there's now look at yes. Joseph originally called to talk about the NRA and how they just want to help and schools, maybe, maybe namely ours here in Pima County, aren't calling. Because the NRA would help. You know what? I think you're right. Because they would actually come in and give them an, a good security assessment and recommend things to do. Okay. And they don't want it. You're right. I'm, gonna, I'm going to uh, text during the break Dustin Williams because he should be awake by now. He's an adult at 6.50 in the morning. I wouldn't be awake. And, <laughs> you're not an adult. I'm an adult. And, and I would text him and, and ask him because he's the Pima County Superintendent of Schools. If you didn't hear the show last week, he uh, admitted, he said he would actually, I said, why don't you call uh, the NRA, they'll do a free security assessment. He, uh, what, you want, want me to set it up on the, you want you to set it up on the air? N- no. So anyway, we'll get to that. I'm going to text him. And also I want to get to this story. Uh, Orange County, Orange County, uh, not all California is crazy. Apparently Orange County said, screw you, California and your SB 54 law. Uh, we vote four to zero to say we won't, we don't want any part of that. We don't want any part of that. And now the attorney general there in California is threatening to throw the sheriff in jail because she is posting information about uh, inmates, including illegal aliens and stuff like that. Uh, we'll get to all that coming up in about three minutes. Don't go anywhere. 710 this morning also. 710. Can Trump build the wall using the military to do it and part of the $716 billion he just got on the omnibus bill? A lot of rumors going on about that. We'll try to get to the bottom of it. Don't go anywhere. KNST AM790. Tucson's most stimulating talk. You're shot at $1,000 now. Text the word LUCK to 200-200. You'll get a text confirming entry plus iHeartRadio info. Standard data and message rates apply. That's LUCK to 200-200. Hello, how you doing? It is Trump Day, March 28th. Morning Ritual, Garrett Lewis, KNST, AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Three things I think you need to know. Number one, the TUSD, Tucson School, yes, Tucson School Head Honcho, the Superintendent Gabriel Trujillo has announced he's going to uh, let everyone know, even though he kind of did, what his plan is to protect schools. And he has come out finally against arming teachers because it creates like extra workload or something. What does that even mean? But he's all about uh, harding the schools with security cameras and keyless entry and more counselors for students. Uh, The excuse, again, about arming teachers that want to be armed and want to do the extra work is uh, is nonsensical. But that's what he said. So we have that. Second thing I think you need to know. I have a video on my Facebook page of him saying all this. 
Facebook.com slash Garrett Lewis Radio. Like and follow it, and you can see it, and we'll talk about it in a little bit. Second thing that I think you need to know, um, we'll get to this in more detail in a minute. Can the Trumpster actually use money from the omnibus bill to build the wall? Can that actually happen? There Apparently, he's floated that idea to a bunch of advisors, to Paul Ryan, and it's getting so real that Chuck Schumer is already firing a warning shot saying, if you think you're going to do this, I'm going to sue you. That's what's out there. We'll get to details. Nobody's really an expert. I don't think anybody really knows what can or can't happen, and there's a reason for that, and I'll explain uh, coming up. Third thing, I think you need to know California, uh, the crazies, well, they're not all crazy. The non-crazies coming out, Orange County Board of Supervisors votes unanimously to join a federal lawsuit suing the state of California for them being a sanctuary state. They said it's all about uh, making sure dangerous criminals do not get on the streets. And they are against SB 54, and they are saying, we don't want any part of this. We're done with you. How about that? And by the way, in response, the and the sheriff, the sheriff's already uh, been posting names of inmates, um, date of release, everything. Legal, illegal, doesn't matter. So anybody, the public, ICE can see it and go pick people up. And the Attorney General of California is threatening, threatening to throw that sheriff into jail. Wow. How about that? Wouldn't that be a humdinger right there? So you want to protect all the illegal aliens actually breaking the law, and uh, and then you want to go after the sheriff for trying to keep people safe. I mean, that's California for you, right? Three things I think you need to know. So we're all pissed still, right, about everything that uh, that Trump has done? He's got to be done with that. He's got to be done with that. We're having a so, good conversation no, I don't about care. I don't care. So uh, the Trumpster... He literally made everybody mad with the omnibus bill, right? Made everybody mad. And he signed this big omnibus bill. You can see the pissed off look on his face. And we're like, veto it, man. There's no wall funding. You can't even build a wall that has the concrete that actually looks like the prototypes that would actually work. I mean, we've been told they will work. We had Brandon Judd on the show last week. He's like, I've seen the walls. They will work. It's going to happen. So we're all mad. And then rumors started to come out, you know, Trump can actually just take some of the money he got. He got more money than anybody thought he would get for the Defense Department, for the Pentagon, $716 billion. He can, he can use that to build the wall. And we're like, wait, what? And then he tweets over the weekend that the fact that the border is wide open and there is no wall is a danger to national security. Yeah, he tweeted this. And then he, you know what? He retweeted it as well. I'm not kidding you. He's like serious about this stuff. Do you know that he retweeted this? He originally wrote the tweet on March 25th and he retweeted it. Um, he retweeted it, I think, within the past 24 hours. Now, why would he do that? He retweeted his own tweet of because of the 700 and $716 billion gotten to rebuild our military, Many jobs are created, and our military is again rich. Building a great border wall with drugs, in parentheses poison, and enemy combatants pouring into our country is all about national defense. Build wall through M, meaning military. So I'm like, whoa. Can he really do this? Is it possible? Then there's a story from the Washington Post. 
And in the Washington Post, they have a story about Trump, and it's getting out there. Um, Trump privately presses for U.S. military to pay for border wall. Now, you got the omnibus bill, and I know Planned Parenthood is funded, and sanctuary cities are funded, and crap like that. But would Trump be on your uh, good side again if he could somehow make this happen? I mean, I know it's a big if. Let's get to the details, okay? It says here, Trump has told his advisors. Trump has told advisors that he was spurned in a large spending bill last week when lawmakers appropriated only $1.6 billion for the border wall. He suggested to Defense Secretary Jim Mattis and congressional leaders that the Pentagon could fund the sprawling project citing a national security risk. After floating the notion to several advisors last week, Trump told House Speaker Paul Ryan that the military should pay for the wall, according to three people familiar with the meeting last Wednesday in the White House residence. So this is before he signed the big uh, omnibus bill. Ryan offered little reaction to the idea, these people said, but senior Capitol Hill officials later said it was an unlikely prospect. So you don't you love how Paul Ryan is kind of like, I don't really want the wall. Anyway, um, it says here, Trump's pursuit of defense dollars to finance the U.S.-Mexico border wall underscores his determination to fulfill a campaign promise and build the barrier despite resistance in the Republican-led Congress. His last-minute negotiations with lawmakers to secure billions more for the wall failed. He grudgingly signed the spending bill. Blah, 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 blah. Four days later, Trump continued to express regret over signing the $1.3 trillion package, which funded the government and averted a shutdown, saying it was a mistake and he should have followed his instincts. Now, does that do anything for you? Or is it too little to late? Because all of a sudden, everybody's like, that's it, I'm done. Now, listen, this is a big blow. I'm not going to lie to you, right? This is bad. But there's a lot of other good going on that if all of a sudden you don't show up to go vote for people that could support Trump, then we're going to be totally screwed even more than before. You wouldn't get these great trade deals. There's more details about the trade deal that he just made with South Korea, which is unbelievable that no other Republican or Democrat would have done. It's a big friggin' deal. Everything going on with North Korea and China. I mean, there's a lot of good. I get you're mad about this, but I think that, and I get it, I understand it, but I think you're totally in the wrong if you're just going to be a stubborn ox and say, since he did this, I'm not going to go vote in November. There are, there are a lot of people, a lot of people that I know that are very smart, and they're like, screw that. That's what gets Republicans' losses. The Democrats stick together and the Republicans eat their own. I get it. I get it. You're never going to agree with everything. And even he's realizing I screwed up. In another interaction, it says here, with senior aides last week, Trump noted that the Defense Department was getting so much money as part of the spending bill that the Pentagon could surely afford the border wall, two White House officials said. Again, the Pentagon got about $700 billion in the spending package. It's historic. Only $1.6 billion in this bill for fencing and levees, not the actual prototype walls that will keep people out. And, of course, you got the restrictions on how the money can be spent. But the individuals and officials spoke on the condition of anonymity to talk freely about private discussions. Huh. Trump has suggested to Mattis his department, the Defense Department, uh, instead of Homeland Security, could fund the construction, two Trump advisors said. But the military is not likely to fund the wall, according to the White House and Depart- Defense Department officials. Yeah. You know, you see this stuff. Then all of a sudden, Trump goes in and goes, yep, you know what? It's not going to be that way. It's going to happen. Pentagon has lots of money. 
But reprogramming it for a wall, it says here, would require votes in Congress that the president doesn't seem to have. Does it? Taking money from the current 2018 budget for the wall would require an act of Congress, said a senior Pentagon official. Does it, though? To find the money in the 2019 defense budget, Trump would have to submit a budget amendment that would require 60 votes in the Senate. Good luck with that. Hmm. Does it, though? I don't know about that. You could comment, 880-KNST, 880-5678. Yeah, maybe it does, maybe it doesn't. These are all anonymous people saying this is what it means, this is what it does. Are they out there just trying to plant the seed? Are they telling the truth? Is it real news? Is it fake news? Doesn't that suck that we just don't know anymore? Doesn't that suck? Um, I did read something interesting. Again, I don't know, and I hate saying this, but I don't know what is entirely true or not true. And you may think you know it, you may do, you may not know it, who knows? But there... Um, I came across an article about how Trump can actually do this. If it wasn't such a reality, and if it, if, it, if it was as difficult as it said in this Washington Post article, why would Chuck Schumer threaten lawsuits already? That's my first thing that came up, right? That's, you know, it's the critical thinking they don't teach in schools anymore, right? But there is a, uh, there's a website, and there's all these websites, powderedwigsociety.com. And a guy by the go is the name of Thomas Madison. They all do these pseudonym crap things. Um, and he, he says, by, about, by the way, about himself, that uh, he's an ex-army officer, loves the country, um, loves the Constitution, all this stuff. So he does a big write-up about how Trump could actually, actually use this money to build the wall. Apparently, Trump has already rescinded almost $17 billion earmarked for the State Department. It's a big amount of money, isn't it? $17 billion. All of a sudden, he is rescinding $17 billion. I'll tell you what it was going to do in the State Department. And he's taking it and saying, you know what, State Department, you originally had this. Now, I'm going to use it somewhere else. Where is that $17 billion going to go? To the wall? I'll tell you about this, and I'll get your reaction coming up in about 5, 718. It is your morning ritual. With me, Garrett Lewis, KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Stimulating talk. 725, thank you for hanging out. Uh, your chance at a grand again coming up in the next hour. Listen for the word to text. I hope you win. I do. I hope you win uh, because I can't, but I hope you do. It'd be really cool if you did. Going to be sunny in about 76 today, 880-KNST, 880-5678. By the way, uh, Easter Sunday happening. What are you doing? You know, you could celebrate at Old Tucson on Easter Sunday. Buy one, get free admission. Plus, Old Tucson has their signature stunts, kitty rides, and a petting zoo. You could even enter for a chance to win a four-pack of tickets right now at knst.com. Good luck. Um, now... The story, again, about, uh, and and there's evidence. I'll put this on my Facebook page. This story from, I guess, website, powderedwigsociety.com. They actually have uh, the letter that Congress, there was a letter to Congress right after signing the ominous bill. President Trump declared he was rescinding part of the bill. He was rescinding uh, funds, including the rescission of funds. I hereby designate for overseas contingency operations slash global war on terrorism all funding and contributions from foreign governments 
so designated by the uh, Congress and act pursuant to blah, 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 all this stuff. He basically said the $17.6 billion that you were supposed to, or $16.8 billion you were supposed to get, State Department, for this overseas stuff, I'm taking it away from you. So where is he moving it? Can he move it? What's going on? Uh, the guy that wrote this for this website, Powdered Wig Society, says, in my opinion, the State Department foreign operations money is being shifted to pay for the wall. Can he do it? Uh, and he recalls this story about then-President Obama spending money that was never earmarked, like the $33 billion given to Iran. $1.7 billion was cash ransom money. That's what it was. $1.7 billion of that was, was just ransom money in cash. For the record, less than $2 billion in Iranian assets in America were frozen. Yet somehow they got $33 billion. There's a story linked up to that in the Washington Free Beacon, Adam Credo. September 8, 2016, Iran may have received as much as $33.6 billion in cash gold payments from U.S. New questions emerge on several billions paid out to Iran by Obama. Admin. The reason I bring this up is how could Obama just give $33 billion to Iran without anybody in Congress saying a word, right? Nobody said anything. $33 billion, that's a lot more than we need to build that wall, right? And he gave it to Iran? Where was Paul Ryan and John McCain and Jeff Flake to raise bloody hell? You know, if all of a sudden Trump shifts $17 billion or so, I'm rounding up, from the State Department to build the wall, you know that these clowns are going to pipe up and say, you can't do it, it's not right. But between January 2014 and July 2015, Obama was putting out the final details of the nuclear accord Iran was given $700 million every month from funds that were frozen by American sanctions. A total of $11.9 billion was ultimately paid to Iran. Are you kidding me? But it says here they could have received as much as $33.6 billion in cash or in gold and other precious metals. How did Obama just shift $33 billion to Iran? Can't Trump just shift... 17 billion from the State Department to build the wall. You think, you know, here's the thing Democrats, Schumer knows, I guess Schumer maybe knows this could happen, so he's threatening to sue already if it does. Nobody from the Republicans threatened a damn thing when Obama did this. Let's uh, start with Mark. Mark, welcome to KNST. Hello, Mark. Hey, good morning, Garrett. Big G1T, how you doing this morning? Uh, all right, man, what's happening? Hey, not too much. Hey, so over the weekend, after all this stuff, these rumors started flying about Trump possibly doing something, there were some talking heads on some of the channels. And something that I, I heard was, um, you know, the legislative branch allocates the funds to that omnibus bill mm -hmm. wherever, you know, they signed it up to. Once that military spending is sent to the Pentagon... The Pentagon then is under the purview of the, the executive branch, which is the Trump, president of the yeah. United States. Mm -hmm. He then can allocate those military funds any way he deems fit. So he could sit there and, and, you know, fund the military, you know, the $650 billion, whatever they wanted, and that other $66 billion he could put into any programs, thus funding the entire wall. And I think that's why Schumer is starting to panic and wanting to file a lawsuit. So you think that might be it, huh? I mean, that's why, you, I, but well, I, you know, you read this Washington Post story that I said earlier, 
And a Pentagon official says you can't just take the money and change it whenever you want. You got to have an act of Congress and 60 votes. So I, I don't know if anybody really knows, but, you know, it's interesting. It makes sense what you're saying, and it coincides with what, I, with, with, with what I'm saying. Um, but I don't know if anybody really knows what actually can happen. Well, and, and you just had that story that you were talking about before I came on the air um, of Obama giving that money to Iran. And it's like, okay, well, Congress never voted on that. So, you know, the, once precedent is placed, you know, then then you have something to fall back on. I you know, guess. that's how the laws are, are brought up. You is, know, hey, so-and-so did it. Well, now I can do it as long as it's not illegal. But that's the thing. I guarantee what Obama did, I guarantee it was illegal. But you know what sucks? <laughs> you know, I and, and, but the Republicans never say a damn thing because they're all part of the, the slime balls. Uh, uh, in the swamp, cheap. yeah, and but then you sit back and say, you know, all right, if Trump says, all right, Obama did it, I'm going to do it. All of a sudden, everybody on both sides would come out and say it's illegal. You can't do it. They do anything they can to stop Trump and let Obama get away with everything. Well, that would be unfortunate, but I I, I know there's enough smart people out there in his administration to to figure this out. They're, I hope they're so. you know, and screw the Congress. Just take the money and write the check. Oof. Yeah, but then what what, what happens with the next Obama like Prez wants to do the same thing on the other side? Yeah, well, he the did. Wall will be he up, did. So who cares? Well, there you <laughs> Mark, I appreciate it, man. Thank you for listening, dude. All right, brother. See you, man. <laughs> Bye-bye. Um, really quick, really quick. Steve, welcome to KNST. Hi. You almost talked about what I was just going to ask, and my, my question is basically I, I, have, I don't understand why Trump just doesn't point out a lot of these talking points that, you know, yourself and Hannity and Rush bring up, and they're saying Obama did this, Obama did this, and yet it's never brought up by Trump, and I would think he would be the first one to say, look, I'm just following what my predecessors did for me, and yet it never comes up. I, I get your point about, well, the Republicans won't support him, but they're not supporting him now. Yeah. And I, I just, I don't get it. it. To me, it would be flip cards, whatever you want to do. When you're giving a speech, you can go line item by line item and say, this is what my predecessor has done when he wants to do something. But I, I, I can't answer some of these. I'm just, I'm, I'm with you. I'm just amazed. I'm, I'm with, just li- amazed. Listen, you know, again, that, that's the thing is that I think he, he's playing, is my guess, is that he's playing the tightrope where he needs Republican support to get anything done. So if he trashes right. them all, he knows they're a bunch of slime balls and will just say, screw you, buddy, we'll stab you in the back. So he's yeah. kind of cornered, you know? Um, right. I, I, and that, that, I, that I believe. That you know, I do believe because it just, it is so frustrating to think. You know, when I'm listening to, to Hannity talk about all of these things that are going on between Obama and Hillary and all mm-hmm. of this, yet nothing nothing ever makes the airwaves. Yeah. Nothing is never talked about. So oh, I appreciate it. Thank you, sir. You got to take care, man. Listen, I hear you. You know, there's more to this story. I have more to this story to explain it in, in even more detail. And we'll get more of your reaction. Do you think this is something he can do? Can he not do it? Uh, 880-KNST, 880-5678, and then the exact things that Schumer is saying, because I think he's a bit frightened that it, it may happen. You know, if it couldn't happen, why would he say anything? We'll get to it coming up in about six. Here's the latest right now from Fox. We know you're thinking everything he's saying. Well, except for the crazy stuff that's flying out of his mouth. The Morning Ritual with Garrett Lewis is on KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Yes. Hello. Hi. Uh, It's 742. Three things I think you need to know on this Trump Day, because it's hump day. Number one, the TUSD superintendent, Gabriel Trujillo, says, I have a plan to protect students. I'm making sure that, uh, well, I don't recommend arming teachers. He's against arming teachers. 
because it makes no sense his excuse. It's like an extra workload or something, which I don't I don't understand. But whatever. Uh, instead, he wants to harden the schools, and I'm all for hardening the schools. Keyless entry, uh, security cameras, and he wants more school counselors. But he's not for arming teachers. We'll get more into that in the next hour. Second thing that I think you need uh, to know, we're talking about this. <clears throat> more and more people are whispering about the Trumpster reallocating money in that big omnibus bill. In the Defense Department, the Pentagon getting $716 billion, taking some of that money and building the wall and have the military do it. Uh, he apparently, according to the Washington Post, was talking about it with Paul Ryan, who had no response because he sucks. Um, and I have stories, I'll put them on my Facebook page, about uh, how he may be able to do this. And Obama did it by giving Iran money without letting Congress know. And he spent the way he wanted to spend. It wasn't allocated. There was no thing. Hey, I want to give Iran $33 billion. Sure, here you go, President Obama. He just did it. So we'll get to that. It's getting so real that Schumer's threatening to sue. Third thing that I think you need to know, Orange County, uh, they vote unanimously to get out of the sanctuary law. They vote to join the Department of Justice in a lawsuit against the state of California saying that their sanctuary state law is unconstitutional and just basically flat out stupid. Three things I think you need to know. All right, 880-KNST, 880-5678. You can comment on this, but there's, there's more to this whole story. Right. There's more to all this. Uh, what could Trump do? What could he not do? Now, let's go back to a uh, this story from Powdered Wig Society. I'll put it on my Facebook page. I will. I'll do it. Just give me give me a chance doing live radio. So in this this story from uh, from Powdered Wig Society, I know it's a strange website. A veteran wrote this um, and he thinks that, again, the president, he has not explained where he is moving the sixteen point eight billion dollars. He's rescinding sixteen sixteen point eight billion dollars. From the omnibus that was earmarked for the State Department foreign operations. He said, I don't want it there. I want it somewhere else. He hasn't explained where he's moving it. So this guy thinks he's going to use that to build the wall. And he's going to give the job to the Army Corps of Engineers. Wow. And this guy explains in this piece, the omnibus spending bill may allow far too much discretionary spending on pork, but it's a win for Trump. He says, while Congress was playing checkers, Trump played chess. It looks like he outsmarted the par- the parasites on Capitol Hill again. Um, you, re- you ready for it? You ready for it? Again, just like Obama spent $33 billion, he gave $33 billion to Iran that was never earmarked to give money to Iran. He still did it. Nobody tried to stop him. Never tried to stop him, right? Never tried to stop him. So this guy uh, happened to see a- an entry on Reddit, the website Reddit where they put links, evidence, you name it, everything. You know what they wrote? Uh, this person wrote how uh, on Reddit that the, these two people provided links, researched laws, the 1974 law, the statutes, all about the omnibus. It's not an official federal budget, they write, these two people. It's an omnibus bill, not a budget. So Trump outsmarted them again. Congress basically screwed themselves by not passing a budget. Per the Constitution, the president must adhere to a budget set forth by the Congress and direct the expenditures as provided therein. It's just another one of these big porculous bills, right? The ones Obama got for eight years. It's not a budget. An omnibus spending bill may have some instructions, right? Some guidance as to how the money will be spent. Obama ignored them. He spent the money. He didn't spend the money. Whatever he wanted to do. Congress didn't do a thing about it because they couldn't do anything about it. So this person writes, I think President Trump observed how this happened year after year. And he's bound to realize that those appropriations, which is the money, for different things in the omnibus bill, well, they're just suggestions. So Obama, like Trump, can spend the money on whatever he wants. 
or not spend it. Planned Parenthood, right? We're all mad that he fully funded Planned Parenthood in that bill. Well, what if the president told the Treasury Department to slow walk the money to Planned Parenthood until the Senate gets off their butts and confirms his appointees? He's a lot of people that need to be confirmed. He could do that. Sanctuary cities. What if the president told the Treasury Department, slow walk the money to these cities around the country until they start assisting ICE in rounding up criminal illegal aliens? He could do that as well. And Congress apparently can't stop him. Is this true? If Congress complains, he could say, hey, you know what? You should have passed a budget. And they write here, done, finished, research was done. And it's so very humorous, actually. Trump just said, give me money for the military and the wall. Put anything else you want in it. And those goofballs did. In this case, he doesn't have to spend the dime because it's not a budget. And even if it was, and they researched this, he can still spend as he pleases. Congress appropriates up to the president to spend or not to spend. And they said, we have all these links and information and all this stuff. And by the way, um, there, there's evidence. There's a political story. August 18th, 2017, to so last year. Fears grow that Trump could ignore Congress on spending. Lawmakers and activists see warning signs that Trump officials could cut budgets by leaving federal money unspent. Rex Tillerson, when he was Secretary of State, and he still is, drew criticism for not spending $80 million allocated by Congress to fight Russian and terrorist propaganda and for trying to freeze congressionally authorized fellowships for women and minorities. They didn't spend the money. That was designated to be spent. Ah. Interesting. Okay. I like where this is going. Um, you know, you just sit back and say, hmm, presidential administrations, and this is a political story, even Republican ones that promote a small government ideology usually try to spend whatever money they get from Congress's annual budget process. Remember, it was an omnibus. Federal managers sometimes find creative ways and reasons to spend money to preserve their budgets for future years. Unspent money, money reverts back to the Treasury. Oh. You know the old saying, right? Use it or lose it. Yeah, exactly. You got to keep going. You got to keep going. So could Trump continue to do this? Hmm. White House denied they were looking to ways to avoid spending appropriated funds. That's what they said. Any attempt, it says here, by Trump officials to avoid spending money on ideological grounds would face legal roadblocks, budget experts note. They called a 1974 law to attention because uh, Nixon didn't want to spend or impound billions of dollars appropriated to, uh, by Congress, right? Nixon blamed deficits, inflation. Lawmakers saw a threat to their constitutional control. All this other stuff, so they passed a law, blah, blah, blah. My thing is this, again, how in the hell did Obama find $33 billion to give to Iran? Again, there was nothing in an omnibus. There was nothing in a, in a budget because he had none that said this is going to be spent by giving it to Iran. But he just took money and gave it to Iran. He took it from somewhere and he gave it to Iran. Get a stash. How can Trump not take that money and reallocate it and say, I'm going to use it for the wall? It's the same thing. It's the same thing. It's crazy, isn't it? And Schumer. Schumer. Story in Breitbart. And it's via the Washington Post. Uh, Schumer said this would be a blatant misuse of military funds 
and tied up in court for years. Secretary Mattis ought to not bother and instead use the money to help our troops rather than advance the president's political fantasies, of course, of building a wall. We'll have more on that coming up. Uh, It is 7.50. And you can hit me up, 880-KNST, 880-5678. Are you feeling any better? No, maybe? Is it giving you any hope? Why isn't anybody else talking about this? Do they not want people to know? Again, Trump, it's already reported in the Washington Post. He's been talking about this for uh, well over a week now before he signed the omnibus bill. We'll continue. KNST AM 790 Tucson's most stimulating talk. Your shot at $1,000 now. Text the word bank to 200-200. You'll get a text confirming entry plus iHeartRadio info. Standard data and message rates apply. That's bank to 200-200. Uh, yes, hello, happy Wednesday, happy Trump Day. It is your morning ritual. Garrett Lewis, KNST AM 792, Tucson's most stimulating talk. 807, it's going to be uh, nice and warm today, sunny and 76. That's what you just heard from Google. Don't ask. Don't ask. Three things I think you need to know. Just accept it, okay? Just accept it. Three things I think you need to know. Um, Now... Number one, we'll get to this in just a minute, but the TUSD superintendent of schools, Gabriel Trujillo, and I put out, uh, I sent an email to his person that schedules media interviews, and uh, and I've been uh, ignored. It happens. Anyway, he said, I have a plan to keep the schools safe. My plan uh, does not involve arming teachers. I'm against arming teachers, but I want uh, security cameras and keyless entry and more school counselors. Okay, we will diagnose that in a minute. Second thing that I think you need to know, President Trump uh, hinting the people. Washington Post says, going back to last week before he signed the omnibus, he floated it to advisors, to Paul Ryan, who had no expression or opinion, apparently. According to people in the room, hey, what if I take the money that we'll get in the Defense Department budget and divert some of that and have the military build the wall saying it's national security? Well, uh, that may know. Paul, to me, Paul Ryan having no expression means crap. He's found a way. Anyway... Um, I put a, uh, a great article when I just went over in the last hour on my Facebook page, facebook.com slash Garrett Lewis radio, where a person did research and explains the president diverted almost $17 billion from the state department in the omnibus. He hasn't said what he's going to divert it to. Maybe it's the wall. They believe it is and how it can work, how it can happen with the omnibus. Check it out. Schumer's already threatening to sue. Maybe it's real. Third thing, I think you need to know about the president's pissed. Doesn't get, I know it doesn't give an excuse, but he's pissed. Third thing, I think you need to know, uh, Orange County, California. Orange County, California, voted unanimously, the Board of Supervisors, to say we're done with the California sanctuary uh, law. We don't want any part of this. We're joining the Justice Department lawsuit against California. This makes our community more dangerous, less safe. Uh, and the attorney general in California has now threatened to put the sheriff there in jail. Funny, huh? So uh, uh, the sheriff, who's a female, uh, what, what her name is, um, Sandra Hutchins. Funny, Javier Becerra, the attorney general, willing to break up the family of the sheriff there. But uh, you, can't, you can't deport anybody or put anybody in jail. That, 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 listen, you're breaking up families. That's terrible. Funny how that works, isn't it? Three things I think you need to know. Now, uh, I guarantee you, by the way, more California counties and cities of all different sizes, towns, will actually come out and say that this whole thing stinks. 
And we'll get to that as well. 880-KNST, 880-5678. If you want to comment about anything we've said in the last two hours, feel free, again, about the whole situation about the um, the idea that Trump, I mean, it, it's very interesting. Uh, again, I don't know if it's going to happen or not happen, but it's very interesting, isn't it? So we have that. Now, let's go to TUSD. There's a story, TUSD, uh, their superintendent, and I, I made this yesterday. Made this point yesterday. I said, it's been a month and a half. Nobody has said anything about a plan to keep schools safe, to harden them. Who names it? You know, nobody said anything. And all of a sudden, the TUSD superintendent says, I have a plan. And the plan is, now you tell me, somebody comes in with a gun. What, what's going to stop them? A good guy with a gun or security cameras? A good guy with a gun or keyless entry? Now, I'm all about hardening the school as well. Um. If you think it's going to be more secure by having all the doors locked and you have the keyless entry and somebody needs to be buzzed in and all this other stuff, keyless entry and locks, all this stuff. Um, Okay. At a news conference, Trujillo said with keyless entry and locks, it would give an administrative team uh, the authority to lock down an entire campus with the push of a button. Okay, cool. Right? He said um, with cameras there, it gives personnel an opportunity to see who's at the door. If someone's looking funny in a trench coat, they're not coming in. Did the Florida shooter have her trench coat? I don't think he had a trench coat. Columbine, huh? Going okay. They all have trench coats. What about if it's somebody that's in the school? Like, like what's the thing? What if there's a student that actually has access to going to the school because they're a student and they have a gun on them? What happens then? Well, I don't know. Because this guy, Trujillo, said that he is against arming teachers and i don't understand why he's against arming teachers but let's play that soundbite uh this is number uh i gotta go to the first 77 and then we'll get the rachel cedric one too because she's a genius uh tusd board member she actually had somebody sent me a facebook page she she put on facebook uh something about the march for our lives because she has literally no freaking ideas to what the hell she is saying I'm sure she's a very nice person. She was very nice when she was in here, right, Ryan? She's very nice. But she has no idea as to what's going on. Anyway, here is the TUSD superintendent. This is from KVOA. Uh, why he's against Army teachers. Here we go. This would just create extra workload, extra obstacles, extra challenges for the organization, which means it wouldn't mean? be my recommendation for the governing board. Okay, so uh, what if you're a teacher and you don't think it's extra workload or extra obstacles? And what was the last extra? What was like extra workload, extra ops to play? Can you play one more? I know I'm throwing you off. Can no, you play fine. one more time? Because I'm trying to keep track of all the extra things that it's going to put on teachers, right? And I bet you teachers already do a lot of extra stuff now. And that's okay in the eyes of administration. But damn it, if they volunteer to actually uh, be trained to carry a firearm concealed to protect everybody, that's just it. So if they volunteer, nobody's going to force them to do this. If they volunteer to do it, they are willing to do the extra work. Anyway, one more time. This would just create extra workload, okay. extra, obstacles, extra obstacles, extra challenges for Challenge. the organization. So it's challenges, which means it- workload, and obstacles. What does that mean? Do you, know, do you have any idea? You know what it means? It means there's words. If I just say it's going to be extra stuff, like extra work, people will be against it. Because nobody wants to have teachers work more than they have to. So extra, 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 extra. So Rachel Sedgwick was against teachers carrying firearms on them in school, concealed. 
She's a TUSD board member on the show three weeks ago. I can't believe that was three weeks ago. So she's against that, uh, that idea. And she said teachers lose things, like if a teacher just keeps the gun in her purse. What's crazy to me is that she claims to be a gun owner and has guns. She called them toys. I like to take the toys out to the desert. And then she thinks it's okay just to keep a gun in a purse, just randomly, like you're in school, a gun in a purse, here you go. Really? Again, this would be concealed. They go through training. I'm pretty sure that if there was a big training, whether it was NRA, another gun group, the sheriff's department, whoever it might be, they're not going to be like, you should totally keep your gun while you're in class in your bag and then just leave it out. Pretty sure that's not going to happen. But that's why people that don't know what the hell they're talking about are unfortunately in the power position to set policy. So anyway, she's like, teachers have bad days. They lose things. Who knows what's going to happen? Blah, 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 blah. And she gave these reasons. Then she said it's going to stop them from being able to do their job. So I challenged her on that. Listen. Well, um, guns are not allowed on campus. Yeah, no, but I know about that. But how would, if, if you did allow it, how would a gun stop the teacher from doing their job? All, all by itself, a gun that's concealed on the, the teacher's yes. person. Uh, I, I, I think you're right. It wouldn't stop a teacher from doing their job. So, okay, so oh. then that... Go- Holy crap. All I'm asking for people to do is think. That's it. Just freaking think. You are asking for way too much. I know. Like, don't be emotional. Don't be irrational. Be unemotional. Use facts and logic. Yeah, that's what we want. We want it, you know, know, if you're a teacher, you want to bring a random gun to school, just go ahead. Yeah, no, no, nobody's calling for that. Nobody's calling for that. Why would you leave it in your purse to begin with? I mean, you need it. On, it's a tool to, to have on you. And you don't know yes. when you're going to need it. And that's why the idea of like, well, you need to keep the gun in a lockbox somewhere. No, because if somebody comes walking in the room because they say, oh, you can lock the doors. Trujillo said nobody ever. There was never a school shooting uh, where somebody went to a locked door and got in there. Well, do you lock the doors all the time? Uh, that's cool again. I mean, if you lock the doors for all the classrooms, that's great. But what about the staff that works at the school? Are they going to be sitting ducks? The janitors that apparently Rachel Sedgwick wants to sacrifice? We need more janitors in the school. That's what she said. We need more janitors. Anyway, here's Trujillo. Um, uh, yeah, let's do 79. This is what he does want. Uh, Trujillo talking to KVOA. Here we go. It's going to allow staff members to identify anybody trying to gain access two campuses before they make a decision to unlock a door okay but again what if it's a what if it's a student like what happened in in delaware last week student broke multiple laws in delaware you can't be you can't possess a handgun until you're 21 and that student last week that went into the school with a gun and shot two people his ex-girlfriend and the guy she was dating um he was 17 so he broke that law Plus, it's against the law to bring a gun on campus. Broke two laws. We need more laws to stop him from doing it. What other law would stop him from doing it? And again, what stopped him? He shot the girl, and unfortunately, she she died. Horrible. And then he shot the guy, and he, thank God, survived. School resource officer heard about this, hustled down there. Good guy with a gun. Stopped the bad guy with a gun. Maybe he saved the boy's life. The boy that was shot. Turns out, the school resource officer shot... The, the student in the hand. Then the student took the gun and killed himself. 
he would not have killed himself if, if there was nobody with a gun challenging him. He may have killed more people. Funny how that works, right? So, Trujillo. Uh, what else does he want? 78. This, this, always, uh, this always stops shooters, right? Can you play 78, Ryan, if you don't mind? 78, and we'll get to your calls. Here is Gabriel Trujillo, TUSD superintendent. Go. Counselors will have more time to get in touch with troubled students and be quicker in intervening on victims of bullying or perpetrators of bullying. Perpetrators. Yes. The bullying aspect of stuff. Right? So you have that. Uh, One more student that KVOA talked to, Giovanna Santiago. Very interesting uh, aspect here. Now, I don't know. I'm assuming, where do you think the cameras are going to be? He didn't say where cameras will be. In the classroom, in the hallway, who knows? But this student said just something interesting. Here we go. If there was someone to come on campus and, like, I'm pretty, like, the monitors and security would have to walk through the hallways instead of, and like trying to look for him when they can just look in the cameras and then know where he's at. Overall, Santiago feels safe while at school, but she's a lot more alert these days, mm-hmm. mainly because of the Parkland, Florida shooting, which left 17 dead. I think, I just think people should be more aware, like the teachers. They do make students wear their IDs and stuff, but I feel like people can get away without them and stuff. There you go. And stuff. Mm-hmm. The students know what they can get away with. They get away with a lot. Yeah, they do. I mean, just look at the prisons. It's a prison. Mm-hmm. And what do they have in there? A lot Drugs. Of stuff. Oh, yeah. 880 KNST, 880-5678. I have more real quick. Uh, Mike, welcome to KNST. Hi, Mike. Hey, how you doing? All Garrett? right. Um, love your show. And I just want to say, now, there's called holsters yes. that women can wear that's up underneath their bra area on their belly. So um, if they have it there... How are the kids going to get a hold of it? And is the teacher going to get lost somewhere in the building to where she won't know where she's at? You know, they're talking about it's going to get lost. Or Well, that's Rachel Sedgwick. She can lose. Somehow it'll be in your purse and you can lose the gun and who knows. It, it's the dumbest thing. I've, it literally makes it, no sense, dude. It and not no only sense. that. And not only that. I mean, they say they can't do multiple tasks. It's going to be more stuff on them. Hell, if the girl's got a kid in uh, soccer and she's on the team and wants to help out the team, she can't function on school and do that. My wife multitasks about four or five different things with my daughter's bowling and everything else like this. She hasn't gotten lost. Pretty, uh, uh, it, it pretty, pretty sexist, isn't it? Pretty sexist, isn't it? Yes, All of a sudden, women, women can't it's, do multiple things. They're going to lose stuff. Exactly. If anything, it's I the think, guys. We lose stuff all the time. I would say this is sexism coming out again. <laughs> I guess uh, You know what uh, I mean? Oh, yeah, I hear you. But I it's okay. You. It's coming from the left. And, then, and it's accepted because it makes sense. It's just say, it's scary to say a Very, teacher can be armed, right? And again, what, what's to stop a teacher from on their own right now? Now, there's a law, but if the teacher wants, or anybody wants to do bad things, they could pretty much have their way walking into the school. There you go. I know, dude. I'm with you. I'm with you. Mike, and I appreciate you know, it. If they're worried about this, have them go through um, detectors at, in the gate. And there's one way in and one way out. Yeah. And who's going to pay for that? And I get it. You know what? And thank you for the phone call. We pay for sporting events, everything else. Maybe we should pay for that in our schools. Maybe we should. That's a pretty big deterrent right there. Because you buzz them in, you buzz them out. But what if a, a student who can get into the school, who has an ID, brings a gun to class? 
You know what? We actually have, and, and Digital Mike, he listened to this, listening on the iHeartRadio app. He used to work on the station, uh, and he left us for a woman. We told him, we're married. Don't do it. Anyway, he sent me a text. I'm going to play that of Rachel Sedgwick on how she can, if you forgot, I mean, it's just great to hear. Rachel Sedgwick on how she can actually stop a student from bringing a gun to school. One of the most awesome things you're going to hear. We'll get to that, what she put on her Facebook page as well, and how much it's going to cost to have the cameras and everything else. It's all there. We'll get to it. Your reaction. And then about 840 this morning, um, a SWAT team officer witnessed a school shooting, was called to it, everything else. Now he teaches teachers on how to stop them and be prepared and stuff like that. you got to hear what he had to say. We'll get to that coming up as well. KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Now, don't get me wrong. I own guns. I, I'm from, I was raised on a ranch. I own a shotgun and a handgun. I inherited so them. So how do I know you're not going to get mad at me and shoot me in here? Well, they're, they're in Nogales. I leave them you know, in the middle of nowhere. And I go with my brother, and we go into the middle of nowhere, and we shoot at targets, and it's lots of fun. We play with our very dangerous toys. Mm-hmm. Dangerous toys. Dangerous toys. Now, this is one for the record books right here. I just put that in there also, Brian. Um, I asked her, how do you stop someone from bringing a gun to school? Listen, how do you stop someone from bringing a gun onto That's a what campus? I just said. Well, uh, number one, yeah. you, you say you're not allowed to do that. Mm. And then if they do it, they, they get in trouble. Oh, what if so they do it and shoot a bunch of people? There's a, there's a deterrent effect, right? The law has, has two purposes or, or several purposes and, and one of them um, is to deter people from from doing bad things and so if I say well you're not allowed to have a gun here it doesn't guarantee that there are not going to be any guns there yeah that's what I'm saying so how do you how do you what stop it does that? is allow me to, to remove you from the scene if you bring a gun okay. yeah that's right so as the kids walking in the hallways threatening to shoot people hey you can't do that in here that's gonna work Again, by the way, the law is deterrent, right? It's deterrent. It didn't really deter that uh, 17-year-old last week that brought that gun into the school in Delaware. And she gets to make policy. Still, I don't understand uh, what she said, and she has no idea. She doesn't understand. It's bad to arm teachers. It stops them from doing their job. How? I don't know. I guess it doesn't, but I like saying that. Yeah, uh, by the way, it's going to cost hundreds of thousands of dollars, and I'm not putting a price on our kids' security. Uh, should there be keyless entry? Yeah. Yeah, there should. Should there be cameras? Yes. Yes, there should. There should be cameras. But it shouldn't just stop there. What the, the superintendent of TUSD has done is he's done. He's got a good start. Except the fact that he has already come out and said, I'm against arming teachers, I think is bad. Even if there's just one teacher on the campus that says, I am confident, I want to do it, I want to go through the training, I'm okay with it, um, Nobody needs to know how many teachers are armed. They just need to know it's not a gun-free zone. $300,000 is the estimated cost, by three hundred grand to put cameras and keyless entry systems at every TUSD school that doesn't have it yet. About five grand for each of the district's 52 schools that aren't already equipped, right? That's what it comes down to. They have $10 million in the bank, TUSD, for uh, capital improvements. It's the school plan fund. They could use it for that. They could use it for that. You know, you keep saying armed the teachers. They're not going to have to supply guns. No. More than likely, the teachers will supply their own And firearms. more than likely, they already have their own firearms. Not even yeah. training. Mm-hmm. He wants more counselors. Um, 
And this is interesting. It says here, Trujillo also recently called for the district to reduce its student to counselor ratio from one counselor per every 500 students to one per every 400. Okay. That, if approved, would cost the district an estimated $890,000. Take effect next year. Okay. So there's that. 880-KNST, 880-5678. Your reaction coming up, plus a, uh, a SWAT team officer that witnessed a school shooting that thinks teachers that want to be armed should be armed. you got to hear what he has to say. I wish guys like Trujillo and the rest of them would actually do it. And by the way, I just sent a text to Dustin Williams, the Pima County Superintendent of Schools, asking him, since we had him on last week, if he reached out to the NRA. I'll, I wonder if I'll ever hear back. We'll continue at about 5. Here's Fox. Ask your wife. Yeah, you should. 841, thank you for hanging out. By the way, tomorrow morning at 710, I just want you to know this. You need to listen. If you can't listen live on the radio, go to knst.com. Listen there. Download the iHeartRadio app. Listen there. It's free. It's easy. It's an awesome app. It's one of the best apps out there. Or go to iHeartRadio.com. You have options. You've li- you can listen to all these different places. Uh, vdare.com. You remember that website? vdare.com. Peter Brimelow is in charge of that. He was a, He's a guy. He's from, uh, I believe, England. Anyway, he's a, a staunch... Uh, he's staunchly against illegal immigration, and he's against legal immigration right now. Not because he's racist, but he's like, economically, we don't need more people coming to the country. We have Americans that can't find jobs. All legal immigration does is drive down wages. So anyway, he was going to have a, a an immigration conference at the Hildnell Conquistador up in Oro Valley. Do you remember this story? And when uh, the Hildnell Conquistador got a couple of complaints from people, oh my God, this guy's anti-immigrant. He's not racist. He's not hateful at all. They canceled on him. So he sued them. Well, now there's, uh, we have, uh, I guess, some finality to it. He's going to join us at 710 to find out what happened after all that. And we're going to expose the Hildon Conquistador for being just a, a complete giant hypocritical hotel. Big giant hypocritical hotel. Uh, yeah, by the way, the guy that owns that hotel is the same one that I believe that owns, it's Umberto, Umberto Lopez, the same guy that sold that horrible golf course to the town of Oro Valley where the residents pony up two and a half million a year to pay for the losses. Good guy. That's tomorrow morning, 710, you don't want to miss that. Three things I think you need to know. Number one, uh, TUSD, their superintendent said, I have a plan. I have an idea to, uh, keep schools safe. I'm against army teachers. I want security cameras. I want keyless entry and I want more counselors. Videos on my Facebook page. Like it and follow it. You get it. Second thing that I think you need to know, the Trumpster, I have the story on my Facebook page as well. Could he possibly reallocate some of the $716 billion from the omnibus that went to the Defense Department to build the wall? He apparently told people about it, including Paul Ryan. Uh, it's so real. Chuck Schumer's thinking of suing. Trump already reallocated almost $17 billion from the State Department. He doesn't said what it's going to be used for, but he said it's not going to be used for the original use. Will it go to the wall? We'll find out. I have the story on my on my page, Facebook page. Third thing I think you need to know, Orange County said, screw you, crazy California. We vote unanimously. There's, there's supervisor, uh, all the supervisors on the board there voted unanimously to get rid of the California sanctuary bill. They don't want to follow it. They're out. They're joining the Justice Department lawsuits against California. How cool is that? Three things I think you need to know. Um, now, I'll get to uh, I'll get to some calls in just a second. Should we play that first? Well, I'm going to put this video on my page at KNST.com and on my Facebook page. Quinn Cunningham. Quinn Cunningham is a SWAT team officer, firearms instructor in uh, the Denver area, a suburb of Denver. He personally responded to a school shooting. 
He talks about it. He also now trains teachers and school administrators to carry concealed weapons at a school, uh, and at different schools, actually. It's called FASTER. It stands for Faculty Administrator Safety Training and Emergency Response. Now, you got to hear this, the passion in this guy's voice, and I wish guys like uh, the superintendent of TUSD schools, Trujillo, Dustin Williams, the Pima County superintendent of schools, Rachel Sedgwick, they'd all hear this. By the way, I got a text back from Dustin Williams, the Pima County superintendent, sidebar. I said, I text, I reached out, I said, did you reach out to the NRA? And he writes, currently working on process, requesting permission from district, I'll keep you updated. Okay, so we'll get to that. We'll talk about that in the next hour as well. Uh, but I want to keep it to speed. So this is what this guy had to say, and I'll get to your calls coming up. Hang on. We're sitting in the office, and one of the individuals from uh, investigations came down and started yelling, we've got an active shooter. So I, I grabbed all my equipment, ran out the door, jumped into a car. We went to the school. As we entered the school, it was a very eerie feeling. Um, there was silence. And normally when we train, we train with a, a lot of chaos and distraction and fire alarms going off and, and kids screaming and running at you and clinging at you and silence, almost deafening silence where it was distracting. When we went uh, to evacuate the children, there was a, uh, a look of lost innocence. Law enforcement has a response time. And even with a school resource officer in the school, when I responded, one child lost their life. Pause it. So, okay. Because you hear people go, oh, you should only arm people in rural areas. Rachel Sedgwick said it here. The Florida shooter shot for six minutes, 20 seconds. School resource officers were there. Tucson police are understaffed, undermanned, you name it. How long would it take them to respond? This guy was the school resource officer in the building. In the building. And he couldn't get there in time to stop one child from losing their life. Let's continue. If you look at a rural area, law enforcement could be 45 minutes away. And even with an officer in the school, we lost one. And that's way too many. I decided to get involved with um, training armed school staff, especially through FASTER, um, from law enforcement. In my law enforcement, career on calls for service i i never i've never forgotten a child victim mm -hmm. and i don't want to see any more child victims faster is a, a training program yep. for armed school staff we do firearms training we do mindset training we do um casualty care training uh things like that we need people who are going to train and they're going to take this very serious because it's a very a very big responsibility yep not everybody can do that and i'm cool with that yep. not everybody should should do that but those who have who have the ability who have the mindset to do that when they stand up against that evil that evil will notice and people will stop attacking our children because an armed society is a polite society yep and when our school teachers when our staff stand up and say we are not going to take this anymore we are not going to allow our children to lose their innocence in a place where they are there to learn that's going to be a dynamic change in this country. Yep. How about that? Gets you fired up. Shouldn't that be seen by all the teachers, all the administrators? Why can't they have that same kind of training here? The fact that, and again, I'm glad, I'm very appreciative of Dustin Williams, the Pima County Superintendent of Schools, for responding to my text. 
He's the Pima County Superintendent of Schools. He's requesting permission from the district to make a phone call. That's why government sucks. He's working on the process. The NRA said we will give anybody a free security assessment if they reach out to us. No problem. Nothing costs you anything. We want to make sure schools are safe. Currently working on the process, requesting permission from district. So I'll respond back to him during the break. Like, who are you needing permission from? Like, who, who, who has to give you the go-ahead to make a phone call about this? So you didn't need permission to go high-five kids as they left, right? High-five kids as they left school to go protest guns. But you need to, uh, permission to call the NRA. Anyway, Madeline, thank you for hanging on. Welcome to KNST. Good morning, Derek. Hi. I, I, I'd like, if I may, to make a very short statement and summarize the argument of gun control for people who are concerned about children in school and if they're in danger. And the statement is simply, it's better to have a gun and not need it than need it and not have it. Yeah, you're right. Why not protect kids as much as you possibly can, right? That's it. That's it. So anyway, thank you. Bye-bye. Okay. Well, it's good talking to you, too. She just made her point and said, thank you. Bye-bye. That's very nice. 849-880-KNST, 880-5678. I'm going to put that video also on my Facebook page, and it's going to go up on knst.com as well. Uh, And then, yeah, let's get into this. Um, A school district did post a warning sign here in southern Arizona that their staff is armed. Did you hear about this? We'll get to it coming up. KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Your shot at $1,000 now. Text the word WIN to 200-200. You'll get a text confirming entry plus iHeartRadio info. Standard data and message rates apply. That's WIN to 200-200. What's up, 907? It is your uh, morning ritual with me, Garrett Lewis, on KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. It is Trump Day. Three things I think you need to know. Number one, TUSD Superintendent Gabriel Trujillo says he has a plan to keep the kids safe by not arming teachers, but instead wanting keyless entries to school and security cameras and more counselors. 300000 bucks. All right, videos on my Facebook page, facebook.com slash Garrett Lewis Radio. Like it and follow it and you'll see it. Second thing that I think you need to know, President Trump, uh, story in the Washington Post that he was, before he signed the ominous bill, was uh, was talking to Paul Ryan and to other advisors saying, I think we get this big uh, omnibus bill signed and I take money from the Defense Department and use it to build the wall saying it's national security. Paul Ryan apparently, according to people in the meeting, had no expression because he's just, he's against it. Um, advisors saying they're not sure. And then all of a sudden, the Trumpster, who is now apparently really mad that he signed this, he said he should have trusted his instincts that have signed it, uh, somehow has already said he's rescinding almost $17 billion that was going to go to the State Department for some foreign stuff. Nobody knows what he's going to use it for. Will he reallocate that? Somehow, can he to build the wall? I have this story on my Facebook page. See it there. It's an interesting opinion piece. Facebook.com slash Garrett Lewis Radio. And think about this. Obama took money that was never said, hey, we're going to give $33 billion to Iran. 
right? Somehow he got $33 billion to give to Iran. Where did he get it from? Did he take money that was appropriated for somewhere else? Notice no Republicans challenged him on that. They'll all challenge Trump, but maybe it's the same thing. Maybe you can do it. We don't. I, who knows? Does anybody know? Third thing I think you need to know, Orange County. Orange County voted. Um, see, it's getting more play, by the way, this whole idea about Trump using the military to pay for the border. Well, it's getting out. It's going to grow larger and larger. Chuck Schumer's already re- threatening to sue over it. It's so real. Anyway, third thing I think you need to know, Orange County Their board of supervisors votes unanimously to get out of the California sanctuary state status. They don't want to follow that law. They've joined the Justice Department in suing California. They say it's all about keeping their, well, their community safe by not just letting dangerous people back onto the streets. Three things I think you need to know. Now, before we get into anything else, you know, I I make fun of Hollywood. We all can't stand Hollywood TV movies. They can't seem to come up with new ideas, right? So all of a sudden, they got the Roseanne reboot. And Roseanne is a strange character, unique. Maybe she represents America in a way that not everybody fits in the box, you know? Like, Republican Party need to realize not everybody checks every box of what it takes, to apparently, to, to do the, the Republican Party mantra or what they stand for, blah, 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 right? Not everybody is against gay marriage or this or that. So it, it is what it is. So Roseanne hated Hillary, loves Trump. Did she like Bernie? She probably liked Bernie, too. Who knows? Anyway, she loves, loves... Trump. So they rebooted uh, Roseanne, and apparently, this is no joke, Roseanne, ratings blowout, according, according to Matt Drudge. Matt Drudge tweeted, Roseanne ratings blowout over 18 million viewers developing. Because he had over 20 million people watch uh, the, porn, the porn chick, right, on 60 Minutes. 18 million people watched Roseanne. Now do we have to watch it? I'm thinking, all right, so you have one pro-Trump comedy. Is it really going to make a difference? Blah, 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 blah. I honestly forgot it was even on. I don't, I was at T-ball practice. I don't know how people have time to watch TV anymore. I did before kids. Is there like an 18-year gap or at least maybe a 10-year gap where you don't watch television? You don't, you don't do a lot of things at night because you're just too busy with the kids? Maybe. Anyway, Roseanne had lots of jokes. Lots and lots of jokes. It's, does it seem a bit much, though? Is it going to be old? I have a video I'll put on my page. Three minutes, 25 seconds. I'll get highlights. It's all Trump jokes. I mean, pro-Trump, anti-Trump, you name it. Roseanne is pro-Trump. The sister gets uh, walks in, in the, during the show wearing the vagina hat. No kidding. Like the vagina march. And she has a t-shirt that says nasty woman. So she's the big lib. Roseanne's the conservative. And they're knocking heads. This is where society is nowadays. That's why there are some, it's funny, some people in radio that don't get it say, you guys talk about politics too much. I'm like, do you understand that's what people want? Like, people actually like this stuff. It's, it's pop culture now. Politics is pop culture. Like, you need to understand that. Oh, what do you do? Talk about Trump? I don't know. What would you do? Play a Katy Perry song? You know, I mean, <laughs> I know you shouldn't, but that's what it comes at. What'd you do? Play a Taylor Swift song? <laughs> it's the same thing. Why are you looking at me that way? Because I like her. I'm not saying it's bad. It's that her songs are on all the time and she's popular. Just like the Trump saga. That's how it works. I hate why I have to explain this crap to people, you know? Anyway. So, I know. So, <laughs> was Stop. it too inside? No, no, not at all. Inside the studio. Yeah. So, I know they're listening. It's okay. So, uh, you have Roseanne. And here, here are some of the jokes that took place. They actually dropped the P word on TV last night. The P hat. I, I'm not playing that. 
But I want you to throw them up over there if you don't mind. Um, listen, to, listen to what was said yesterday. These are some of the jokes. Here we go. Roseanne and the, and the, the nasty woman sister. Nee, still giving you trouble, Roseanne. Why don't you get that fixed with the new health care all you suckers got promised? <laughs> it works good enough to kick your ass, snowflake. <laughs> there you go. All you people go straight to the violence. Every one of you wrapping yourselves up in the flag and clinging to your guns. Oh, that's such a stereotype. Oh, <laughs> So there's that. Oh, it gets better. Don't you worry about it. It gets better. Listen to this. Uh, here's some dressing for the table. Salad dressing. Oh, look, Dan. Russian. <laughs> now, the thing is, do all these jokes get old? Because are you going to make the same jokes every single week? Or is it going to really be? Because you, you think about it, you know, how many weeks in advance, months in advance, they tape these, these sitcoms, right? You know, obviously in advance. Do they keep up with what's going on in the news that day? Because, again, these jokes are funny, like, you know, once. And then after that, it's the same thing over and over and over. It's, so you have that. All right. Now let's, let's move forward a little bit. Uh, apparently, uh, I guess she has, Roseanne has a niece. And she's there. And, of course, the nasty woman, Lib Chicks, like, she wants to be senator or president. Blah, blah, and the girl's like, I want to make dogs bark or I, whatever. So, who knows? So, anyway, listen to this. And Jackie thinks every girl should grow up and be president. Even if they're a liar, liar, pantsuit on fire. <laughs> I think we know who's a liar and who's on fire, Roseanne. <laughs> okay, so hang on. I mean, this is just new. You don't hear this every day, which is why you're like, wow. It gets old, though, when people do the same crap on Trump, right? It get, Or does it get old? I mean, MSNBC, how the ratings? CNN, it's the same crap every day. Trump, 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 Russia, 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 Russia. We know it's garbage. Same aspect, right? It's all entertainment. Will it get old making these same jokes every single week? On other shows, it gets old, doesn't it? We get mad, don't we, when they start making Trump jokes on Law and Order. Remember the Law and Order soundbite we played and they compared, you know, somebody somebody went white supremacist blaming Trump. And, of course, they had an Ann Coulter character uh, get raped and all this other stuff. They had all these things happening. We're like, wow, can you do that? And now, of course, shoes on the other foot. We're totally okay with it because it's bagging on Hillary and pro-Trump, right? It's whatever you want, whatever makes you feel better. But does it get old after a while? Eh, maybe they'll do well because there are 60-plus million people that voted for Trump and they want something to watch where they don't get mad. So I talk radio so good. We provide something unique that nobody else does. Anyway, let's continue. this more. Everybody, this is the first dinner together we've had as a family in a long time. Let's try to survive it. Oh. Yeah. First, let's say grace. Jackie, would you like to take a knee? I mean, again, it's funny. My only thing is, how long can they keep going with this? Because it's the same jokes over and over. You know, I mean, what else, what's going to be new next week? I think this is the bait. In, in the bait you're into watching, and then it, and, and, then, and then it sucks. And then, <laughs> no, well, I mean, you you evolve the story. I mean, every show starts out with a, with a bait, and they hook you in, mm-hmm. and then they just evolve the story. It's not. It doesn't. It doesn't. Our show isn't always Trump, 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 Trump. Before it was. Before Donald got elected, what, what were you doing? All kinds of other stuff. Exactly. Okay. Hang on. <laughs> hang on. Dear Lord, thank you for this food, and for bringing our son DJ home safe from Syria. Oh yeah, he's joined the military. You have prayers. This is not something you see every day on a sitcom. Mm-hmm. Please protect his wife Gina and all our troops still overseas. 
Wow. Please watch over our son, Jerry, who's on that stupid fishing boat where apparently they don't get phone calls. <laughs> but most of all, Lord, thank you for making America great again. <laughs> no, it's okay, darling. How could you have voted for him, Roseanne? He talked about jobs, Jackie. He said he'd shake things up. I mean, this might come as a complete shock to you, but we almost lost our house the way things are going. Have you looked at the news? Because now things are worse. Not on the real news. Oh, <laughs> it's relatable, it's man. It's very relatable. Maybe it'll work. Maybe it'll work. 880-KNST, 880-5678. Um, there, we'll get to some more jokes from the show. I mean, do you think? Is it something you want to watch? Uh, yeah. I mean, listen, this is weird. ABC rebooted Roseanne, and it's conservative, it seems. I mean, you still have the chick ragging on, you know, taking the lip side, ragging on Trump. They canceled Tim Allen's show, which actually got pretty good ratings, especially for Friday night, The Last Man Standing, because he made fun of Obama all the time in that show. It was a Friday night show. It was on for like five years, and they, they booted it. Now they put this on. That's the thing. Deep down, all these, uh, these networks, they lean very left, but, it, it, you know, they don't want to admit they're capitalists. But still, Tim Allen's show would have made money. Could have put on a better night, too. Anyway, uh, I have more for you. We'll have more jokes. Plus, I got a response. And, I, dude, I can't. Honestly, I thank uh, Dustin Williams, the Pima County Superintendent of Schools, who I asked him, will you, um, will you call the NRA, get a free security assessment? They're offering that. And, again, he said, um, this is very interesting. He said, currently working on the process, requesting permission from district. I'll keep you updated. He's being honest. And I said, thanks for the response. Just curious, who has to give you permission to reach out to the NRA? And he gave me an answer, and I'll give that to you. You want to hear this in about four minutes. Morning ritual. Don't go anywhere. Plus, more Roseanne stuff. Don't go anywhere. KNST AM 792 Sons, most stimulating talk. Nine twenty four. Thank you for hanging out. Sunny and seventy six. Facebook.com slash Garrett Lewis Radio. Like and follow it so you can see everything I'm putting up there. Uh, also, Twitter at Garrett Lewis. How about that? Man, I have some more stuff I want to get to. Again, don't forget tomorrow morning, 710. Um, Going to have uh, Peter Brimelow. He runs the website vdare.com. And since he's against illegal immigration and he wants to cut back legal immigration because we just don't need it, our economy, we need Americans that, ha- that, that need jobs. We have Americans that are unemployed. We have no need for cheap labor right now. He's against legal immigration as well. He wanted to have an immigration conference. People think he's racist because of this. He is not racist. Um, so he wanted to have he wanted to have an immigration conference, and it was going to be in Oro Valley at the Hildon Conquistador. Well, as soon as uh, some people heard that he was going to be there, they started complaining to the Hildon Conquistador, and they canceled on him. And he said, well, we have an agreement. Now I'm going to sue you. Well, they have a settlement now. He's going to come on the show tomorrow morning at 710 to talk about uh, as much as he can, the settlement, you want to hear the story if you didn't hear it before. On top of that, I have found some uh, very interesting stuff about the Hill El Conquistador where they have welcomed with open arms some major radicals. Let's put it that way, okay? That's tomorrow morning, 710. Don't miss it. Listen on the iHeartRadio app if you're not on the radio, okay? Or at KNST.com. So also, Dustin Williams, the Pima County Superintendent of Schools, and I can't thank him enough for being... Um, for being transparent, right? You know, we we may have agreed to disagree on a lot of stuff that he said on the show in the two interviews. 
Uh, so I said, you know, during if you missed it, I said, will you call the NRA? They are offering a free security assessment. And he said he would. He first wanted me to call on the air and then, I mean, all this stuff. So anyway, I sent him information. And he said he's currently working on the process. He's requesting permission from the district. I'll keep you updated. And I said, well, thanks for responding. And I'm curious who has to give you permission to reach out to the NRA. And he said, the superintendents and board members of individual, of, of individual districts have local control. We're looking for a participating district before we contact the NRA. So Tucson schools, Sunnyside schools, um, Amphi schools, other school districts, and Amphi, the superintendent, he was all about the, the big anti-gun march that took place. He sent a letter home, for God's sakes. He sent a voicemail home. I've heard it. Anyway, they're looking for a participating district. And what, are they so afraid of the NRA? The NRA had nothing to do with the shooting. The NRA will come in and give a free security assessment to make sure that the, the school is secure as it possibly can be. And school districts don't want to do it because they're afraid of the NRA. So anyway, Dustin writes, again, we're looking for a participating district before we contact the NRA. And he writes, I attempted to contact the NRA after we spoke on the radio. That process was miserable. Two hours put on hold, ultimately got hung up on. Well, that's terrible. I'll call the NRA after this. We'll keep trying, but I want to make sure I have a committed district so when we put the effort in, we'll get it scheduled. Good for you, Dustin. I appreciate that, man. And I'll respond back to him during the break. So let me play a little bit more from Roseanne. They really go at it. Is this something that you want to watch? You watch. It is relatable. It's it's something that we see every day now. Am I up over there, Ryan? Listen to this. You just can't stand for anybody to have their own opinions about anything. Can you? So you tell them how stupid they are all the time, and you get them to question what they believe in their heart is the right thing to do until they make some enormous mistake that tears America apart and brings the world to the brink of nuclear apocalypse. (laughs) So I'm guessing this isn't about Becky's eggs anymore. You kept saying what a disaster it would be if she got elected and how I wasn't seeing the big picture and how everything was rigged. And then I go into the booth and I voted for Jill Stein. (laughs) (laughs) Who's Jill Stein? Some doctor. You did such a good job of making me doubt myself and feel so stupid that I choked, which helped get him elected. Oh, the Hillary excuse. Well, the important thing is that you voted. (laughs) <laughs> and there you go i'll put this whole montage of clips on my facebook page facebook.com slash gary lewis radio like it and follow it also tweet it out because that's what i do now you said somebody called up and said roseanne's only on for nine shows yeah uh, a lady called and says she's only doing nine shows on this one i don't know how you come up with more content after it seems like in those three minutes of the probably 18 minute show when you take out the commercials I mean, what other things can you write about? Well, I also had two other calls saying that now they're hooked at Tuesday at 7. They're going to have to watch this show now. I should get paid for this. I know. You're promoting it. You know what? People are going to be talking about it. And they are talking about it. And that's that's kind of a big deal. Uh, there's a story. Uh, where is this from? That Hollywood Reporter. Biggest launch of the TV season. Biggest one. Uh, there's a story, uh, uh, PJ Media, I love them, and uh, yeah, I, there was the headline this morning, Can Roseanne Save America? I thought Trump was going to save America, now it's Roseanne saving America? Here's what it comes down to, and I think we all realize this, right? Um, 
Trump haters are going to hate him no matter what. They are not going to watch Roseanne. They're going to get mad, just like you get mad when the Emmys are on or the Grammys or the Oscars or whatever. The people that like Trump will watch it and they'll like it because there's nothing else like it that's on. That's it. That's what I think. It's not going to change everything and influence everything. There's too much out there. The days where a TV show is going to influence the way people think was only when there were three networks, no cable, two local newspapers, and that's it. Now we get inundated from all sides, from talk radio, from the internet, for God's sakes. 9,000 cable and satellite TV channels, podcasts, this, I mean, there's everything out there. Everyone's fighting for your attention. Yeah, but does this open up the door for shows like Leave it to Beaver, where it wasn't all about sex, drugs, and rock and roll? No. Maybe just good wholesome family type things. Those days are over. Maybe not so much leave it, you know, 50s-esque. But I think modern day. But people have evolved. And we're not saints. We voted for Trump, who said grab him by the right before the election. Yeah. And they still voted for him. So I think that, uh, you you know, you you don't need uh, a TV show to teach you how to live. We're past that point. Uh, We want to be entertained in a certain aspect. Appeal to us. That's it. That's what I think. Well, what the hell do I know, right? 880-KNST, 880-5678. Rasmussen, latest coming out just minutes ago. Trump approval steady at 45%. Fourth quarter growth revised upward to 2.9%. Almost three. Oh, baby. Um, it was revised upward. It was 2.5. They revised it to 2.9, almost 3% for three straight quarters. Or four, yeah, three straight quarters. Um... Now, uh, this is interesting. And I get it. I mean, do you look at your paycheck and see a difference? Maybe a little bit. I mean, did anybody really look at their paycheck and see a big, big, big difference? Some do, some don't. There was a story I had from Bloomberg a few weeks ago, a couple weeks ago, where people in Florida, oh, I see the extra 50 bucks a week, 80 bucks a week in my paycheck. Makes a big difference. Oh, yeah, the extra 300 bucks a month. I I mean, I need that. They see it. They're like, now I didn't vote last time. Now I'm going to vote for Trump because I like getting more money back, more of my own money. Yet, uh, there is a CNBC All-America Economic Survey. 52% of respondents said they have not seen a change after the, in their paychecks due to the tax cuts. They haven't seen it. They haven't seen it. 40% say the extra pay helps some or just a little. Uh, 38% say the extra pay helps them a great deal or a fair amount. Just 32% said they were... Uh, the take home uh, report taking home more money due to the tax cuts. So just 32% say, yep, I see the extra money. 52% said they haven't seen a change. Are they not paying attention? Uh, paying attention? Anyway, there's a lot more that we have to talk about. 880-KNST, 880-5678. Um, would you, you have any comments on Roseanne? I think I nailed it, but you could agree or disagree. I'm getting some emails, that kind of stuff. There's also, I want to get this to you as well. Uh, the... The story about, uh, well, the details about the South Korean trade deal. Like, again, this is a big deal that the media is not really talking about. How it's really going to benefit us. This is just another one of those great things. You can be mad at Trump and you should be about the omnibus. I get it. But guess what this trade deal with Korea is going to do? It's a big deal. And instead of doing the TPP, the, you know, 20 nation, uh, all in one encompassing trade deal, he's going one on one on one with each country. Working at the best deal for America. Isn't that the way it should be? 
I got some details you're going to like coming up in about six. Here's the latest from Fox. There'll be more people hearing what he has to say on this show than at that, that little press conference. I'm just saying. So that's his plan. That I have the video up on my Facebook page, facebook.com slash Garrett Lewis Radio. Like it, follow it, you'll see it, comment. Second thing that I think you need to know, uh, President Trump, are you buying it, not buying it? A lot of rumors. He is apparently, a story in the Washington Post, floating the idea of using the money from the $700-plus billion defense budget that he got last week to build the wall, calling it national security. He needs it. Military will build it. Core Army Corps engineers. Chuck Schumer, apparently so, so real, Chuck Schumer's threatening to sue him. There's a great piece I put on my Facebook page where they make the case that he has he can do this. And he's already uh, put $16.7 billion, uh, rescinded that, $16.7 billion from the omnibus that would have gone to the State Department, and he hasn't announced where he's going to use it. So it's the story's getting stronger and stronger, and it's growing larger and larger. We'll have to see. It's on my Facebook page. Third thing I think you need to know, Orange County voted unanimously to say we're done with the sanctuary city law, sanctuary state law, I should say, in California. We're done with it. We're out of it. Uh, and now the attorney general there in California is threatening to, th- threatening to throw the Orange County sheriff in jail. I mean, it's crazy. It's crazy what's happening. And Trump just tweeted 25 minutes ago, my administration stands in solidarity with the brave citizens in Orange County, defending their rights against California's illegal and unconstitutional sanctuary policies. California sanctuary laws release known dangerous criminals into communities across the state, All citizens have the right to be protected by federal law and strong borders. Three things I think you need to know. How about that, huh? So uh, one more thing about uh, this. I mentioned yesterday in the 6 a.m. hour about the trade deal with Korea. Now, more details have come out, and it's now official. Trump tweeted about that, too, just a little while ago. Um, 31 minutes ago, our U.S. trade representative announced an agreement in principle with South Korea on Chorus, K-O-R-U-S, Korea-U-S. A great deal for American and Korean workers. Wow, okay, so here are the details. You ready for this? And I hit on some of them yesterday. Uh, The Trump administration, under the the deal negotiated by the Trump guys, America will extend a 25% tariff on imports of pickup trucks to the U.S. until the year 2041. That's a big win for U.S. truck producers and the workers, said one of the officials. Over the past five to six years, of the Korea-U.S. agreement. American exports of automobiles to South Korea, those built to U.S. safety standards, were capped at 25000 per manufacturer per year. And officials said this created an economies of scale problem, so under the new agreement, raised to 50000 per manufacturer per year. Also reduces some of South Korea's regulatory burdens to trade of automobiles and auto parts, as well as some labeling regulations. Uh, one official said the changes will create a suite of outcomes they're going to, create, uh, going to make it a lot easier for our auto companies to compete on a level playing field there in Korea. That's pretty good, right? And apparently changes to emission standards in South Korea will take U.S. regulations into account. All right. Inspections at the South Korean border have sometimes been burdensome and arbitrary for the country of origin. Uh, apparently this has been mitigated in the agreement. Now, also, South Korea is opening up the opportunity for American pharmaceutical reimbursements for innovative drugs to U.S. companies under the new agreement. That's right. These premium payments have previously only been available to South Korean companies. Now, American companies can benefit. America first. So you have that. Also, robust provisions that will prevent competitive devaluation of currency and ensure 
There are commitments on, of, on transparency and accountability to make sure countries know what others are doing with respect to monetary policy, meaning they can't tank their currency to flood our, our country with their products. Now, in response to our tariffs on aluminum and steel, America and South Korea negotiated a compromise on steel tariffs. American tariffs on imports of aluminum will remain at the 10% imposed level. Steel, however, will face a hard annual quota instead of a 25% tariff. South Korean exports to America of steel will be limited to 70% of the average annual export volume for these steel products based on a three-year average from 2015 to 2017. Anyway, it'll cause an approximate 30% reduction in steel imports from Korea to U.S. That is a huge win for American steel. We'll be more reliant on our own steel, more American jobs. Pretty good deal, huh? Pretty good deal. Why is it not getting talked about even more? Any idea? Because it's a pretty good deal. Exactly. Thank you. Thank You know what? You're not just a pretty face. Oh, not. Most of nice abs. <laughs> Thank God you Look said it. abs. Look it. Oh, God. I'm that. blind. I'm blind. What? I'm blind. I can't do it. All right. Let's play some. Uh, Needs a six pack. Let's do this census stuff real quick. Look, we all know the census. Like, I, I found a, I'm getting emails from great people about the census and stuff like that. Uh, I found a story about the census that I think 1970 and the year 2010 were the only two years. Yes. From census.gov, I found a story. The census, census.gov, 1960 and 2010 were the only two years where there was no question about uh, if you are a naturalized citizen, if you're here legally, illegally. That was the only, only two years. That's it. People are freaking out. It says here, U.S. Census Bureau, Table 11, citizenship status of the foreign-born population, 1890 to 1950, 1970 to 1990. Oh, it's 1960 and 2010. That's it. Only years. They have it down. How many people it identifies that are not citizens? Hello? And the reason you do this is because the census is done not just to count the people, but for representation in Congress. And I'm sorry, illegal aliens don't deserve representation because they're not freaking citizens. So it's just the funniest and most insane argument to this. I was actually shocked. Let's play the Tom Perez sound bites. Katie Tor of MSNBC was actually asking good questions to Tom Perez, the head of the DNC, about this. Let's do 81 first. Let's do 81. Uh, here we go on MSNBC. Here we go. Shouldn't the government have the ability to know who is inside this country? It, it, I agree that accuracy counts. And the mm-hmm. census is the constitutionally mandated requirement that you count the number of persons in the United States, not the number of citizens. The census is not a political tool for well, hyperpartisan activity. And that's Obama. exactly what the Trump administration is trying to do. It is wrong to do this. Obama had Acorn doing the census back in 2010. And by the way, I mean, there's, there's a story I found too. Bill Clinton back, Bill Clinton created the census, he put it out in 2000. In the year 2000, Bill Clinton was still president. And uh, the census went out, and you know what it said? It said questions about your immigration status. It did. NTKnetwork.com had the story flashback. Bill Clinton's census asked about citizenship. Here's the question. 13, is this person a citizen of the U.S.? Yes, 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 blah, blah. No, not a citizen of the U.S. There it is. When did this person come to live in the U.S.? Put the year. Were the Democrats freaking out over that? Hell no. Bunch of garbage. 
Um, I find this funny. Let's do 85. Let's jump up to 85 first. Uh, this apparently, Tom Perez says, this is why Trump wants the question asked. You ready? Here we go. They want to change it to count the number of U.S. citizens so that they can engage in very not subtle voter suppression. Illegal aliens can't vote. The hell's the difference? Ugh, joke. We'll continue. 952 back in uh, in 5 KNST AM 790. Tucson's most stimulating talk. Radio station. The fight over a census question spreads on Lisa Brady, Fox News. More lawsuits over the plan to reinstate the question of citizenship on the 2020 census. This man has devoted so much energy to demonizing and marginalizing immigrants. And now he wants people to self-identify their immigration status. Jessica Asua, one of the DACA recipients brought to the U.S. illegally as a child at a news conference about a lawsuit in Texas, echoing claims filed in California and New York that fear of answering the question will lead to people not being counted and loss of benefits tied to population, possibly including congressional seats. The NAACP is also suing. The White House says the Justice and Commerce Departments, not the president, recommended adding the question as a way to better enforce the Voting Rights Act. Meantime, the president tweeting support for the move in Orange County, California, to reject that state's sanctuary policies, calling them sanctuary city policies, that is, calling them unconstitutional. Some optimistic tweets from the president about North Korean leader Kim Jong-un visiting China this week. Fox's John Decker live at the White House. The president writing on Twitter that he received a message last night from President Xi Jinping of China that his meeting with Kim went very well and that Kim looks forward to his meeting with him. The president also expressing optimism about the denuclearization of the Korean Peninsula writing. Now there is a good chance that Kim Jong-un will do what is right for his people and for humanity. Look forward to our meeting. That meeting tentatively set for some time in May. In the meantime, the president wrote, Maximum sanctions and pressure must be maintained at all cost. Lisa? Thanks, John. The U.S. economy doing better than expected at the end of last year. The Commerce Department's final reading on the fourth quarter putting growth at 2.9 percent, a sharp revision upward fueled by stronger consumer spending. Right now, though, the Dow is down 29 points. Fox News, fair and balanced.